Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is a day the Lord has made and we will rejoice in it. Today is Monday, December 13th, 2021. We're so glad that you could join us today. I've got my cup of coffee, my Javalia coffee, enjoying, and I hope you're doing well wherever you are listening from today. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ and how that impacts how we can live from the freedom that we already have in so many different areas of our lives. We've been going through a series, uh, a three-part series, and we're going to wrap it up today on body, soul, spirit. So if you missed the last two uh, or a couple episodes ago, uh, we talked about the body. And then uh, last week, uh, we talked about the soul. And today, we're going to talk about the spirit. And we're going to say some really great things about the spirit But I want to kind of start off with this idea of differentiating between soul and spirit. And and I want to say this. Why is this so important? Because I think there's a lot of confusion that happens when things start happening in our lives, whether it be circumstances or feelings and thoughts. Okay, those are not... We often live out of those as opposed to the deeper reality of Christ in me, of Christ in us, right? This union that we have in Christ. We're, we're experiencing the noise of our circumstances, the noise of the thoughts and the feelings that are happening. And again, if you missed the last two episodes, I would encourage you to go back because I don't want to repeat a lot of those things. But we're experiencing this, and then we, we think, oh, well, man, God must have left, or God must be ticked off at me or mad at me or something going on. No, it's not the truth. The reality is, is that there are three parts of us, but we're still fully, and we've said this in all three episodes, is that we're all three parts of us are fully acceptable and belong to God. Our body belongs to God. It's a temple of the Holy Spirit. Our soul belongs to God. Okay, He's renewing our minds. And our spirit is actually joined in union with the Trinity, all three, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. But, but I, I'm convinced because, and I'm testifying to this out of my own spiritual journey, that most Christians don't know the difference between soul and spirit. Soul and spirit. And so let me get a quick sip here. Because what's happening in our lives, we think is the truest reality, and yet there's a deep, there's a deepness going on, there's a deeper reality, okay, again, that we are spirit beings who have a soul and have a body. But the deeper inner realities of the truth of us are at the spirit, and some could say at the soul level, but at the spirit level, okay? Uh, Our spirit, and we're talking about, we're not talking about the Holy Spirit here. We have a spirit, okay? Small s spirit. Our spirit is actually now one with Him. At salvation, this happened. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 is a huge verse in this. It's one of my life verses, but it says this, But he who unites himself with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Okay, this is so important. So our spirit lives in union with him. Okay, but that union in the spirit level, this is where it gets gets tricky. This is not a place that's going to have a lot of noise in our life. It's not going to have any noise, actually. It's It's the stillness. It's the calmness. It's that verse in Psalms, right, that says, Be still and know that I am God. It's the stillness of the spirit. Where all the noise happens in your life is the circumstances which come through your body, through your senses, and then through your feelings and your thoughts. 
that's where the noise. But it's it's noiseless. It's actually I've used this description before in some of my past uh, podcast episodes. It's like the eye of the hurricane. If you've ever actually seen the the airplane that flies into the middle of the hurricane, uh, there, it's actually there's in the middle of the hurricane. There's nothing going on. It's like the stillness. You can actually see see the clouds. You can actually. It's kind of really cool. But when you go out, obviously into the outer bands, my goodness, that's where all the noise. That's where all the the chaos. That's where all the storms are happening. And it, 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 it gives us an example of what's going on in our lives. In our spirit level, in union with Jesus, there's this perfect union that's at rest, that's at peace, that's, that's quiet, that's noiseless. But then, outside in our soul, and a lot of times coming at us and influencing our body, is all the storms of life, all the circumstances of life, all the things that are happening to us. But the greater reality, and I've said this in the last two episodes, the greater reality that God wants to do in us is to reveal to us what has happened to us at the core of us and to let that seep outward through our soul, through our body, and express outward instead of the opposite being true. So much of life is being lived in in reaction or response to what's happening outside of us. God's working in our lives is an inside-out transformation. It's always an inside-out. Uh, sure, can he use the circumstances in our lives? He, yes, he does. Can he use those thoughts and feelings that are contrary to the truth? Absolutely. But the greatest reality is what is true of you at the spirit level, and and so we can we can say if we if we truly don't know this, then we're going to start confusing things. We're going to be confused. Well, this this what's happening to me must be the true the, the the bigger reality, and and our and my thoughts and my feelings must be the truest source. And I have guys that I'm working with all the time that are telling me, I just can't get rid of these negative thoughts. Well, me neither. And that's not the point of this. The greater the greater invitation is for me to live from what's true in the spirit. And then God, I trust God to renew my mind. And this is all, all by faith, all by faith. Okay. So that's how we start believing that we're actually two people two different versions of ourselves because we think, oh, all these stinking thinking thoughts are coming at us, and but yet there's something deeper in here that I can believe is, is a good part of me, but yet then I have all these lustful thoughts, and I have all these negative feelings, and I have all these circumstances that I don't like, and we start thinking that we've got a battle against ourselves, and again, that's not, that's not the truth. The real me, the real you is perfect in union with Christ as we just read in 1 Corinthians uh, 6.17, you are united with the Lord in one spirit. You don't have two natures, okay? So we don't have to start battling those negative thoughts and those negative feelings, okay? This is where it comes important because what happens is we live in this roller coaster. I've got to manipulate my thoughts and my feelings to get, to get on the high of the roller coaster, the top of the mountain, but that's not what God's inviting us to do. And I, I, we see it all the time because our, our emotions are up and down, sometimes moment by moment, day by day, week by week. And our thoughts can be all over the place. And so if we're trying to continuously manipulate, if we're trying to man- continuously manipulate those, those feelings and thoughts to get up on the top of the mountain, we're going to be frustrated at best and confused and disillusioned at worst. Because that's not what God's inviting us to do. He's inviting us to actually recognize this perfect union that we have with Him in spirit. And so I actually believe there's a couple of things, and God does this by revelation, and we live it out by faith. We live this out 
by faith. I think the first one that we have to really have is this idea, and we've talked about this, is that what actually happened to our old self, that we are dead to sin, we're dead to the law, we're dead to ourselves as, as, as our life. God is now our life. Christ is our life in here, and, and that, that union part. Okay, uh, and then and then I think the second thing is the, that the Holy Spirit can reveal to us this difference between the soul and spirit, and how to see it differently, and in some ways how to manage our soul. Okay, uh, our spirit can't be managed because it's already, like I said, it's the noiseless part of us. Okay, uh, if if the enemy keeps giving us the lie though that oh yeah well that old you isn't really dead those those sinful thoughts that you're having that's really the real you well if if we keep buying into that and accepting that well then guess what we're going to think that our thoughts and our feelings are the real me and the real you is is First Corinthians six seventeen the real you is in union with with Christ that's the real you uh, we, we can fight that. We can go against that, but it's just not the truth. Sure, on the soul level, are we going to have our ups and downs? We, we are. But, but, but the goal is, in my opinion, just through my own testimony, I don't believe the goal, and I don't really see it in Scripture, where we're supposed to, we're supposed to manipulate our thoughts and our feelings. And that's what most of, uh, just my take on this, most of Christianity has become. It's about guarding the mind. It's about getting our feelings to feel better. It's about... You know, therapy, you know, the, all these therapeutic approaches. And yet, the greater reality is our spirit. We're spirit persons. And our spirit is united with Jesus. And when's the last time you've, you've thought about that and focused on that? And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But, but yes, we are spirit, soul, and body. But, but if we look at the deeper reality of who we truly are, that spirit reality is the truest, truest form of who we are. And what and the goal is is then for that as we be, as we embrace that reality that we're in union with with Christ, we're alive to God and we're dead to sin in our human spirit in our human spirit that's joined together with the Holy Spirit. Okay, there's this perfect union. It's separate and yet it's one. Okay, that's 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 a mystery, but it's separate and yet it's one. Those those are, we are alive now to God and we are dead to sin. And and that what is that what's supposed to do? How's that supposed to impact my soul? Well, when that stinking thinking thought comes, oh, wait a minute, my first reaction to that can be, eh, I'm dead to that. That's not, that's not the truest reality of me. But if I take ownership of that and say, oh, man, that stinking thinking thought, here it comes again, that feeling, I'm feeling fear, I'm feeling anger, I'm feeling the lust, I'm feeling shame, whatever. But then I can take that and I can submit it to the Lord and I can say, you know what, that's not the greatest reality. So feel what you feel. Feel all those things. I'm not telling you not to feel anything. Not telling you not to think it. You can't. But the bottom line is, if we are, are continually trying to manipulate those and get ourselves on the top of the mountaintop, uh, it's going to be it's going to be frustrating for us. Okay, the spirit is this fixed place inside of us. Okay, the soul, which another description of our soul can be the person our personality. Those things are kind of fluctuating and changing. What's coming at us is, is, is changing. Our soul, our, again, our mind is being renewed, but it's not being rejected by God. If I have a lustful thought, that doesn't mean that my mind is dirty. It means I've taken ownership of that thought, and I've, I've believed it. This is what I really want when it's not true. Okay? So we have to know, again, all three parts. But the spirit is fixed. 
The spirit is fixed. Where's all this life happening? Well, yeah, sure. All these things that are happening. And what we try to do is all this stuff's happening to us, and we try to take our soul and we try to try to make it good. I gotta have all these good feelings and I gotta have all these good thoughts. And yet, and yet, what is where does this where does the spirit exist? It, ex- it exists in this noiseless, still, fixed, permanent position of being joined to the Holy Spirit. It's not changing. It's not getting better. It's not improving. Our union with God does not fluctuate. It's not getting progressively better. It's it's a done deal. It's a done deal. And so so yes, God designed us at the soul and the body level to be able to experience life. It's not our it's not our intention to try to Get it over here on what we think is the good side to have all these good experiences with our soul and our body and stay away from the bad side. That's that's most of what I think is what is taught in churches and taught in books and taught in counseling even, is I got to get myself feeling better and thinking better and all these kind of things. Well, now, sure, are, are, do we want good, good feelings and good thoughts? Absolutely. But... But we're, then we're trying to stay away from all the bad thoughts. And then what happens the next time that bad thought comes? Oh, well, I must have not read my Bible enough, or I must have not done. We make it all about what we're doing or not doing. What, what if my focus in that moment could be, oh, yeah, wait a minute. My spirit's in union. My spirit's fixed. My spirit is one with Jesus. I don't have to, I don't have to try to put it over here in all the goods. I don't have to put my soul and my feelings over here on this so-called good side. And stay away from all the bad feelings and thoughts. Feelings, feelings are neutral. What we do with them out of response can be sinful or not sinful. Okay, but feelings in and of themselves are not are not sinful. So it's not. It doesn't do us any good to try to manipulate to get ourselves to have a whole bunch of good feelings and stay away from the bad feelings. Never in Scripture do I see this. Not one place do I see where we're t- we're told to manipulate our feelings to get them to get them to feel good. It's to feel what you feel, but then remember the, the the invitation is to live from the spirit which is inside. Okay, and so so again, this can be life changing because uh, sure we think that to be a good Christian, we've got to get ourselves over here thinking good thoughts, feeling good things. And yet we're 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 going back and forth. We're living the roller coaster life between good and bad feelings, good and bad thoughts, up and down. We're living out of the soul and out of our circumstances. And God is inviting us, I believe, continuously to live from a deeper reality, a greater reality, which is Christ in me. This union of being one with Him. Sure, God designed us on the body and soul level to be capable of feeling, to be capable of thinking. Okay, and sure, sometimes we take ownership of things that are contrary to the spirit reality. If I think if I have a lustful thought come at me and I take ownership of that and say, "Yeah, I want that." Well, that's not really that's that's in contrary to the truth of who I am in my spirit. I don't really want that. Maybe I believe in the moment and accepted the lie that I do want that. I do want that pornography. I don't, but no, the greater reality is in my spirit, I don't want that. He has given me a new heart and a new spirit and joined his spirit with my spirit. And I don't actually want those things. I don't want to sin. That's the biggest lie we've believed is that we still think we want to sin. 
and we still want to think these thoughts. And oh boy, I really want that pornography. No, we don't. We we think we do, but we really don't because God has changed us at the core of who we are. Our spirit is now is now new. We're a new creation. We're joined with His spirit. But but why did why did God design it this way? I truly believe it's to actually do what I'm talking about. It's to get us to to live from the deeper reality of who we are. He uses the soul. He uses the circumstances. He can use the things that are happening in our lives. What? So we can learn to live by faith and dependence and trust in Him. All three of those words go together. Faith, trust, dependence. Faith, I start off by faith. I believe it. Okay, I believe it. God comes through. He shows Himself to be trustworthy. I start trusting. My faith is built up because I'm trusting him now. Then the third part of it is dependence. Now I'm now I'm depending on the greater reality of Christ in me, the spirit living in me, not these feelings and these thoughts that are coming out of me. Now, this is a lifelong journey, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to this today. Sure, you may be going through a really, really hard time and you're feeling the weight of life, whatever that may be, loss, pain, Suffering, I don't know. Feel it. Feel it. But I want to encourage you today that there's a greater reality that's true about you. Grieve if you need to grieve. You shout out to God if you need to shout out to God. Feel it. But then the invitation is, wait a minute, I'm united with Jesus. I'm united with Christ. And His Spirit is united with my Spirit. And so, so it's not for us to... It's not for us to try to manipulate and get everything over here on the good side and stay away from the bad side. No, in our spirit, we're already good to go. And so, so he's, put, he's put this humanity in motion, our life in motion, for his eternal design. This is how he set it up. He wants us not to live from our circumstances, but he wants us to know that he is in us in the midst of our circumstances. He doesn't want us to live from our feelings and our thoughts, but he wants us to live with a greater reality of him united with us in the midst of our feelings and those thoughts. That's a big difference. Once we can see this, that God has has designed life this way and our body, soul, and spirit this way, is all three acceptable, number one. But to live from this invitation of the greater reality and the unseen, a lot of this is the unseen world, right? Where we're seeing our circumstances, we're feeling our feelings, but yet there's an unseen reality of Christ in me. Sure, it's a mystery. Sure, we don't all all understand it. Sure, we're on this lifelong journey of coming to a greater understanding. And it's done by revelation of the Holy Spirit. But but do do I believe it? Do I accept it? At some point, I have to say yes to it and say, yeah, you know what? I'm not really two natures. I'm not the sum result of my thoughts. I'm not the sum result of my circumstances that are happening to me. There's a deeper, greater reality that's true of me. And we, here's the thing. We can quote Bible verses about it. We can read about it in Scripture. We can have other people tell us. But until the Holy Spirit reveals it to us through revelation, this is the greater work of the Holy Spirit. And then at some point, I had to accept it. I had to say, you know what? Yeah, that's true. Yes, God, that's that's true of me. Then then what happens is we don't then we see what's going on in our soul and our circumstances as bad necessarily or negative. Now I want to say this. Not all things that happen to us are good. Okay, I want to say that. 
But we don't have to. What happens is we're trying to make our lives into something that we think is good and stay away from the bad. When the greater reality is, <laughs> Jesus says, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world, and he's in us. So, so we, we can begin to see all this stuff that's happening in the soul level with our emotions and our thoughts is not really negative. Because we can actually see him as, I think, more of a positive because we can say, oh, you know what? Yeah, God's using that too. He's using all these feelings and these thoughts. What? To draw me into a deeper reality of what's true of me. I'm not, I'm not the point of reference anymore. I'm not, I don't have to depend on myself. I don't have to try to get my feelings to be better and my thoughts to be better. When we really know who we really are in Christ... And we can say, yeah, God absolutely is going to use circumstances. God absolutely is going to use uh, feelings and thoughts. Uh, but he ultimately wants to invite us to live out of faith. And I don't, have to, I don't have to see these fluctuations of my emotions and these up and downs of my thoughts as, na- as negative. How can this faith operate in me at a deeper level? This is this is this is where the deep deeper level of this eye of the, the eye of the hurricane, right? Where your spirit is joined with him is the invitation. Where you and God are joined together as one. You're joined together as one. And 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 you and you simply say, Yes, God, this is this is the greater reality. And you, as you begin then to live from this reality, see it's not trying to get it. I don't have to go get it. I can live from this. Then, then what happens is your soul, your soul level ceases to be kind of a real problem for you, if you will. In other words, I can take. You ever seen those people that go through? I mean, like right now, there's we're seeing these people that are going through these tornadoes that have hit Kentucky and some of the Midwest, and it's just devastating, right? And and obviously, I don't know know all these people, but I, there was one I saw an interview the other day, and it was like. This lady, her, she was standing in front of her house that was completely destroyed. And she had a smile on her face. She had a smile on her face. And I don't know this person. And maybe she was just trying to cover up a whole... I'm sure she's feeling the feeling. I'm sure she's like devastating and just crying her eyes out. But you ever see these people that can deal with these kind of things differently than other people? It shows us what we've put our life into shows us who is our life. And I don't know the spiritual reality of this person, but my goodness, when I saw that smile on her face, I'm like, would I, in that same situation, would I have that smile on my face? Because, because then, then whatever's happening in her soul, she could be just like me. I'm invited to live from a deeper reality. We don't have to try to, we don't have to try to get it good or stay away from the bad. When we're living from our spirit with the Holy Spirit joined to our spirit, we don't have to we don't have to live out of our feelings and out of our thoughts. We're invited to live from this deeper place. We are we actually live in the midst of the noise but not to live from the noise of our life. Let me say that again. We're invited to live in the midst of the noise but not to live from it. We draw our life from a new source now. Not from the noise in the soul and the body from the spirit, the spirit within us. We know where everything simply just is reality, where it's true, where it's eternal. 
That's where we're invited to live from. And that's the journey that I'm on. That's the journey that I want to encourage you to, you know, if you, you say, you know, Matt, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, look at 1 Corinthians six seventeen. Look at some of these other, look at, look at Romans chapter 6. Look, look what's happened to you in the true reality of who you are. That you have a, you actually have been given a new spirit. Your old spirit of stone was taken out at salvation. You've been given a new spirit of flesh. And now this new spirit's joined to the Holy Spirit. And this is true of you. And I'm just going to say this. I think we, we think sometimes that God's going to make a lot of noise in our life. And that's where, but I, I have found this to be true. Sure, when the painful circumstances, when the painful feelings, when all of that happens, God, God's going to use that. But I actually believe He's not the He's not the one making that noise. Where He comes, where He speaks to us in that still small voice, isn't that where we get the example from Elijah? He He says He sa- God says to us, my my point with you, where I want you to get to, is in the spirit level. I'm one with you. I'm one with your spirit. And here's the thing. We don't know. We don't know this by overthinking it. I can't get my brain to really fully embrace that. That's why I have to live from my heart. That's where the renewal of the mind comes. We always think it goes from our head to our heart. No, it's from our heart to our head. It's by revelation. We don't get it by more knowledge. So if that's something you're struggling with, you would say, you know what, Lord, reveal this to me. Reveal this union that I have with you, that I don't have to live out of my feelings, that I can that I can take all my feelings, feel what I feel, think what I think, and ultimately give them to you, submit them to you, and know there's a greater reality. There's this revelation that God wants to give you that you and Him are one. There's this beautiful union that you can live from and all these activities that are happening to you in your circumstances, through your body and your soul, are actually ways in which you can express this deeper reality of, of Christ in you through your soul, through your body to others. That's, that's what God wants to do. And we know the story of Elijah, right? We, we see that he had tried to run away from God. And he's hiding in this cave. And, and then all of a sudden, he, he, just, he, he ran, right? He runs away. He's afraid. Fear's an emotion. I mean, come on. Elijah was, fearing, was, was feeling the emotion. And at that moment, you know, like a lot of us, he was, he was motivated by what was going on in his feelings and his soul. And and then there's this moment where we get in Scripture where, where he says, I'm going to pass you by. But then he comes by, right? He, he, he says that there was like a fire that passed by. There was, there was like uh, this, uh, these other storms that were passing by. And then, and then scripture, scripture says that all of a sudden there was, there, was, um, there was a still, small voice. It was a still, small voice. And so everything in our lives are ultimately of God. Yes, circumstances, feelings, and thoughts. But he wants to take all of this, okay, and he wants us to, he wants to use them in our lives, yes, but he wants us to realize that they are not, all of those things are not truly me. Okay, those bad circumstances are not from God. Those stinking thinking thoughts are not from God. The deepest understanding he wants us to have is that he and I are one, that you and him are one. We don't have to go around trying to manipulate and trying to make our feelings feel better. We don't have to do this. Because Elijah hears this, it says, finally, Scripture says he hears a still, small voice. That's how my, that's how my Bible says it, right? A still, small voice. 
Other translations may speak of a, of a silent wind. It's almost like you can't even relate that, right? It's like we, our senses can't even relate that. What do you mean a still, small voice? And I believe God's saying, this is, this is the way I speak to you, Elijah. This is the way I speak to you, Matt. I don't speak in the noise. I don't talk in all those circumstances. I speak to you in your spirit because that's where I'm at. I'm at. I'm joined with you there. I'm inviting you to live from that. Not in all these things that are externals. I'm inviting you to live from the internal reality. I speak to your spirit in silence. Because why? Because that's where I am. That's where I'm joined to you. That still small voice isn't making any noise. It's not disturbing our lives. But in that stillness, in that silence, in those noiseless times, right, what happens? We know that we're in the presence of God. We know that God's there. And that's what I want to invite you. That's what I want to live these next few weeks that we enter into Christmas time, right? Talk about noise. Talk about distraction. Talk about stress. And yet, I can be invited in the midst of all of that to live from a deeper reality where my spirit meets his spirit. And there's this beautiful union. And I, I, I want to encourage us to May the Lord reveal to us the difference. May He show us the difference between the noise that's going on in our lives and the still small voice, and the quietness of the Spirit. And if He shows to you and He shows to me what that truly means, that we can live from that. And we won't be controlled by our feelings. We won't be controlled by our thoughts. But we can instead live from this deeper, beautiful reality of Christ in me. That's what he's promised. That's the rest that we have. That's the, that's the true spiritual rest. That life can be so busy right now and so loud. Maybe your life right now is so loud, but there can be this beautiful, quiet place of rest and peace. It's there. It's there, believer. It's there, Christian. And may you live from that day by day, week by week, as we enter into this Christmas season because... Because that's where, that's where His Spirit, that's where His Spirit is. His presence is not just with you. His presence is in you. Well, I hope that encourages you today. Please reach out to us if you would like to pursue one-on-one uh, coaching and counseling. We do that on a daily basis. We also would be encouraged if you would uh, give us a year-end gift so that we can get this podcast and ministry out to more uh, individuals who are responding. The need is so great. We would so be encouraged by a, a, a year-end gift that you could give to us. There's a couple of ways you can do that through our PayPal or through our Patreon page. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.